Vigorous Steve here. So on the topic of first cycles, testosterone replacement therapy or full-blown hormone replacement therapy, let's continue there and discuss how to get started with self-prescribed TRT or HRT when the medical system fails you. And please do yourself a favor, watch the previous video, watch this before starting a steroid cycle. I'll link it at the end of this one. Watch it first, because that way you know what to expect, what the prerequisites are before you get your hands dirty. Because no matter how you look at it, testosterone replacement therapy, hormone replacement therapy, or actual steroid cycles are all pretty much the same. You need to do your blood work and inject exogenous testosterone. Yes, testosterone is a steroid, but with steroid cycles, you have a whole laundry list of testosterone derivatives, dihydro testosterone derivatives, or nandrolone, 19 or testosterone derivatives. But with HRT or TRT, exogenous testosterone is pretty much the foundation. So let's limit it there for this video. Before we do, please like the video, leave a comment for the algorithm, and consider subscribing if you haven't already. And if you want to support the channel, you can do so by joining either YouTube or Patreon memberships, where you can vote for upcoming deep dives, join the weekly vigorous Q&A, which is always on Saturday. And then you have one hour to ask your questions privately before we go public, and it turns into a super chat, super flood. There's a whole lot of things you need to think about carefully. So when you decide to go on TRT, you can do it through two directions, clinically recognized and prescribable testosterone replacement therapy or self-prescription of hormone replacement therapy. The problem with prescribable testosterone replacement therapy is that you need to go through a clinic that costs money, you have to do blood work, and you're dependent on your primary healthcare physician who's going to prescribe you exogenous testosterone. If you go with a progressive male health optimization clinic, like Merrick Health, for example, and you live in the United States, unfortunately, they don't service anybody else outside of the United States or not U.S. residents. But if you live in the United States, you're lucky. You can go with Merrick Health. I offer discount codes and links down below in the description section of this video. If you have a TRT clinic or an anti-aging clinic or a male health optimization clinic at your disposal, if you don't live in the United States, in another country, and they're very progressive, they should be able to work with you, get you healthy first and then prescribe TRT with maybe some ancillaries to keep you healthy. This is the normal process of getting prescribable legal testosterone replacement therapy. The problem is it doesn't work like that everywhere in the world. Some countries, they don't even prescribe testosterone or they go with a reference range that's so feminist that you'll never be able to win. Maybe your testosterone levels are like 300 nanograms per deciliter. You have all of the symptoms of androgen deficiency. You feel horrible, your libido is poor, your motivation is lacking, your uh, pumps in the gym, right? Your overall quality of life is absolutely in the gutter and you've tried everything already to increase your testosterone levels, right? You're sleeping according to your circadian rhythm, you're improving your caloric intake, you're focusing on your micronutrients, you're going to the gym, you're doing your daily fasted cardio, you've tried everything, all of your lifestyle choices are already in place and you're still only 300 nanograms per deciliter and this stupid reference range tells you that you're in the range and they don't care about the quality of life. It doesn't matter how hard you complain. They're not prescribing you testosterone replacement therapy. You're going to have to take matters into your own hands. I've mentioned this on the YouTube channel many times before. You can start with exogenous testosterone. You get this honeymoon phase, this sweet spot time period where everything is nice and dandy. Motivation goes up, libido goes up, general well-being goes up, um, quality of life, all the masculine features go up. You get better pumps in the gym. You can train harder, run faster, etc. right? 
And then slowly everything starts to decline because now you've created a hormonal imbalance. And if you start going with exogenous testosterone and not pay extra special attention to your DHA, pregnenolone, estradiol levels, and maybe even a metabolic markers like thyroid, growth hormone, et cetera, um, you know, you might be in for a wild ride and a wild ride that doesn't end up with you having a successful outcome. And then you need to do a consultation with a guy like me or somebody who's also very knowledgeable to help fix you. And that ain't cheap. So I already mentioned this cookie cutter HRT many, many times. I'll put it on the screen so you can, guys can follow along. If you've already done serum monotherapy and HCG monotherapy and you want more than this super physiological testosterone that you got from these protocols, or maybe they didn't work and you need to go to hormone replacement therapy, start low and build your way up. You can start as low as maybe 25 milligrams testosterone per day. That's 175 milligrams testosterone. Maybe you need even lower. If you're on 300 nanograms per deciliter, buddy, if you're, on, if you're let's say 200 nanograms per deciliter, you did serums monotherapy or HCG monotherapy, you got maybe to 400 nanograms per deciliter, that's a doubling. You notice a difference, but you feel that it's not enough. Now, if you go to TRT, you go to 1200 accidentally, that's a 5X time of the testosterone you had. Why don't we slowly start building that up so you don't have all these side effects. Again, hopefully you paid attention to your health and all of the you know, lifestyle interventions that you should have been doing, get your body fat levels down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're in a good state of health, but your testosterone levels are still low. You didn't respond to HD or um, serums monotherapy. If you go to 1200 nanograms with this you're in for a wild ride. Why don't we start with 100 milligrams, 150 milligrams, maybe 175 milligrams testosterone inotate or cypionate per week. Give that four to six weeks, eight weeks, see how you respond. You can always increase, but if you start too high, you might get side effects and then you have to reduce it. And now maybe you already introduced an aromatized inhibitor. Now you have to figure out the aromatized inhibitor dose. And since the testosterone esters are long lasting, you could stop injecting today and still get a response four to six weeks later. That's how long it takes. You might be um, in over your head. Right, and you need some medical supervision or supervision from a guy like me with a lot of experience, right, through consultations to dial you in. So I would recommend you, if you don't want to spend that much money, I would recommend you just to start low. You can always increase later. So let's start with 100 milligrams, 150, 175 milligrams testosterone antate, which is already higher than most uh, hormone replacement therapy clinics would recommend you. Um, but you know, for, based from my personal experience. Uh, working with people who are already physically healthy, you know, following the lifestyle, doing the training and uh, paying attention to their nutrition. Most men can get away with 150 to 175 milligrams to start with. You discontinue the HCG for a bit, right? Assuming you already tried HCG monotherapy in the beginning because you want to see how you respond to testosterone by itself. Four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, it's usually enough. Then you can reintroduce the HCG to sustain testicular function because, well, God forbid, 10 years later, five years later, or whenever you're ready, you want to have kids, right? Maybe you freeze your semen first, you can tack that off the box, you don't need to use HCG, but it's still um, better to sustain your testicular function because HCG has more benefits overlapping into a DHA and pregnenolone production. The problem is, is that HCG produces estradiol directly in the testicle. So if you have a good grasp on your hormone parameters with exogenous testosterone, and using a little bit of aromacin to help keep your estradiol levels in range, or maybe you can manage with dinomethane, calcium deglucrate, and a good amount of zinc in your uh, the supplementation protocol, 
adding an HCG even at the low maintenance dose of 250 IOs three times per week is going to increase your estradiol levels for sure. Now, most men notice improved cognition, improved libido, improved testicular function, and semen volume, obviously, because, well, you're stimulating testicular function after all with HCG, but it might also mean that estradiol levels get disproportionately high, and through blood work analysis, you can manipulate your um, you know, administrations of aromacin or anastrozole, even though I prefer aromacin. So let's say you were on 50 milligrams testosterone NSA to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 150 milligrams per week, and you add in 250 IOs HCG in between those testosterone administrations, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, 750 IOs HCG over the week. Maybe you need to increase the servings of aromacin with another quarter tablet. Let's say on this protocol of TRT, 150 milligrams per week, you took 6.25 milligrams of aromacin Monday, Wednesday, Friday on your injection days. And now you add in the HCG. Personally, based on all the blood work that I've seen myself and so many people that I've coached and had consultations with over the years, I would say that another serving of 6.25 milligrams of aromacin on Saturday, for example, is sufficient to keep your estradiol levels similar to your testosterone protocol, even though testosterone levels are now going up because HCG is also stimulating testosterone production. But now you're combating this increase in estradiol, which might be warranted, right? If your libido increases and you don't get any side effects with hormonal fluctuations, acne, uh, or water retention, which you can manage with medications, we'll discuss that later. Uh, and of course, dietary interventions, right? Let's not always shift to the medications, but maybe look into our electrolyte intake for fuck's sake. Okay, so if testosterone levels are going up, you feel better. Maybe you went from uh, 1,000 nanograms per deciliter to 1,250 nanograms per deciliter, an increase of 25%. It's very safe to say that the estradiol will increase with approximately 25 to 30%. So if you're taking three servings of 6.25 milligrams of aromacin Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and your injection days, another serving, 30% of what you're taking, 6.25 milligrams of aromacin on top, a full tablet of aromacin, 25 milligrams of aromacin per week, is probably going to keep your estradiol levels favorable or keep them towards the top of the reference range, which is where most men feel good. Some men feel better when their estradiol levels are as super physiological as their testosterone levels. So if you're 25% out of the reference range and you're told it's testosterone, your estradiol levels can also be 25% out of the reference range. 1,250 nanograms per deciliter total testosterone. Let's say um, 52 picograms per milliliter estradiol levels. The higher your estradiol levels go, the, problem, the more problematic the side effects are going to be. So manage your estrogen to make sure you hit that sweet spot of good libido, but not any side effects of acne, water retention, or gynecomastia symptoms. Look into how this addition of HCG altered your DHA, DHA sulfate, pregnenolone, pregnenolone sulfate levels because the adrenal glands also respond to human chorionic gonadotropin. Testosterone converts into estradiol and some other estrogens downstream or dihydrotestosterone, which you should also check with blood work. Again, if you suffer from hair loss before going on TRT and you were not able to manage that with lifestyle interventions, TRT might make it worse. That's a trade-off you're going to have to make the decision about. I would still start with testosterone first, then HCG, and then DHA and pregnenolone supplementation. If you see that your neurosteroid levels were declining, or maybe they were already low, or the addition of HCG didn't really bring them up to favorable levels. Again, if your testosterone is elevated, slightly superphysiological, and your estradiol is elevated or slightly superphysiological, 
I mean, reason to believe that DHEA, DHEA sulfate, pregnenolone, pregnenolone sulfate also need to be slightly superphysiological or at least at the top of the reference range. And you can accomplish that with either 25 to 50 milligrams DHEA uh, sublingually or orally buffered with foods uh, split over two administrations morning and evening. So that's 12.5 to 25 milligrams DHEA in the morning and the same in the evening. And, uh, you know, pregnenolone 10 to 12.5, maybe even 12, 25 milligrams pregnenolone sublingually or orally buffered with foods morning or evening. Figure out what works for you. Some people notice more cognition if they take the full dose sublingually in the morning. Others notice that when they buffer that with food or they take it on an empty stomach. And there's so many ways to take DHA and pregnenolone. You just have to experiment a little bit. Two weeks morning administrations, two weeks e evening administrations, maybe two weeks DHA in the morning and uh, two weeks uh, pregnenolone administrations in the evening or splitting up the dose, which is what works best for me and seems to work best for most people. But you know, you have outliers out there and you never know if you're going to be an outlier until you get your hands dirty. So experiment, right? This is the fun of figuring out the ultimate hormone replacement therapy protocol without clinical supervision, right? You have to do it by yourself, get your hands dirty, take notes, do the blood work, make adjustments as informed as you can. You figured out the DHA and pregnenolone dose. You have your cooking cutter HRT. Let's say 150 milligrams testosterone anti 250 IOS HCG three times a week, 50 milligrams DHEA, 25 milligrams pregnenolone over two administrations over the day. Now you might need to manage your DHC levels if you suffer from hair loss. But that's a subject for a whole different video because there's so much that goes into hair loss that I first want to highlight how to optimize or prevent hair loss with dietary interventions. This is a lot of mistakes that people are making. They think that it's testosterone that's causing them hair loss, but they're highly stressed. They're not getting all the micronutrients in for accurate hair growth. So before you even think about modulating your DHT levels with 5-alpha-reductase inhibitors, please do yourself a favor and watch the fixing post-finasteride syndrome video first. Read up about all the horror stories and all the methods you need to put in place to resolve that issue because it might be a long-lasting issue that takes a while to get resolved. I'll link that video at the end of this one. So we'll save that topic for a separate video um, and otherwise watch the previous video that I already made uh, to help you resolve that condition. Let's discuss blood pressure and overall management of water retention. We can choose between Cialis or Telmasartan. Again, I can go in depth on these compounds in a separate video, but long story short, if you wanna manage your blood pressure, and you're sourcing these uh, products on the underground lab scene, it's very likely that your source also has Cialis or Telmasartan for sale. Five milligram Cialis will help to regulate your blood pressure, especially if you've already been paying extra special attention to your electrolyte intake. And uh, otherwise, Telmasartan seems to be a, a compound that is a little bit more favorable for your blood pressure management, maybe not as good for your erection. So you'll have to make a choice, either Cialis to improve your erectile quality, right? Very erectogenic. Or go with telmasartan, which seems to modulate the renin angiotensin aldosterone system a little bit more favorably and thus keep your water retention under control. You get a dose-dependent modulation or improvement of your blood pressure. Ideally, your blood pressure isn't terrible before you start TRT, but even if you do everything right and you control your electrolyte intake, at some points or another, your blood pressure might increase. And that's why we have a low dose of 5 milligram Cialis maybe 10 milligrams if you really train super, super hard or you need that extra boost in the middle of the night. And let's say 20 to 40 milligrams Telmasartan, not together, choose either or, right? 
This pretty much covers what I wanted to discuss for this video about how to get started with TRT. There's a lot more we can get into, but I probably already have videos about this. And do yourself a favor, use the search function on this YouTube channel. I have so many videos that probably cover what you're looking for. And if you can't find it on my YouTube channel already, just let me know down below in the comment section. If it warrants another video, I'll gladly make it so I can keep you guys informed and make the right decisions. Talking about the right decisions, if you go with self-prescribed testosterone replacement therapy, now you're your own endocrinologist, nephrologist, cardiologist, hematologist, hepatologist, and administration nurse. All of these are medical professions separately, might take 10 years to acquire, so you still have limited understanding. You have a lot of research you need to do. Don't be arrogant. You learn through trial and error. You might make some mistakes along the way if you do this under supervision of a patient care coordinator who can also prescribe you hormone replacement therapy. Great. If you can't get it prescribed because your medical system is failing you and you have to go the self-prescription routes, read, 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 read. I have an ebook about HRT. I also offer consultations. There's so much information on the internet you can uh, consult with and do research on because you as an individual is ultimately unique. What works for me or somebody else, people that have coached over the last couple of years might not work for you entirely. So this is just a starting point. Do your due diligence researching, figure it out for yourself and give yourself some time. And please prove it with blood work. Don't walk around like a chicken without a head making all these arbitrary decisions that are not going to play out because you do them uninformingly because you're in for a world of pain. All right, I'll leave it here. Thank you guys so much for watching. You can find everything that I'm associated with down below in the YouTube description section. All of my affiliates and sponsors are there. I have more on my website, vigorsteve.com, free articles for your reading pleasure. Vigorous crew, you guys know what to do. A friend of OS for you guys. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at vigorsteve. Thank you guys so much for watching. And I'll see you in the next video about how to actually design your first steroid cycle.